1: But we're going to wrap money in the bank. Rates are good.
2: Pretty exciting. You know why? Right. Free money.
1: Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. This is your real estate chalk talk and the money segment of the big program. Calvin Kamick, ladies and gentlemen, from Loan Depot. What do you got, Calvin? Well, we got a lot of stuff. I got
2: appraisal questions that we're going to hit. I'm just going to hit some things first. Uh, we're just going to hammer through things fast. Election year, a lot of people are asking, election year, doesn't matter, should I wait, wait further in the season, do this, do that. Election year has historically had no bearing. The year that we're in has no bearing correct. on it. Yeah. The administration that rolls in will have an impact on mortgage interest rates. We won't feel not, that
1: for 18 months.
2: Correct. Yeah. So uh, so election year, not a lot of impact. Um, headlines this week, highest jump in rates in the last month. Again, everybody needs a headline. They did go up a little bit. So thirty-year, thirty-year fixed money was, you know, between six and you know, mid sixes. I can't say rates because then not the appraiser, but then someone else will be critical of me. So we'll be mid sixes to high sixes, right? But we're mm-hmm. hugging high right now. We're hugging high sixes versus hugging mid. So,
1: but easy enough to get to low.
2: Yep, yep. We're okay there. And so we had some economic data that came out. Retail sales were stronger than expected for December, which makes sense because it was December. Yeah. It's Christmas.
1: I know. They always say like it's shocking.
2: Everything. Yeah. I'm just so, uh, yeah, it's so stupid. Um... Rates, uh, we were talking at coffee. Just how what percentage of rates are under six percent? It's like eighty-eight to ninety percent are under six, eighty percent are under five. So that does have a little bit of a bearing. Mm-hmm. But we, were I think eighty
3: percent under five is a huge number. Dude. I do mm-hmm. too. That's I mean, a that's a right big there. number. That's and a those lot. people are not moving up sideways. They're sitting really nice, and unless those are, they have to. And those are fam- more. Most of those are you know families that are going to be in their homes for a period of time, and if something changes, then they'll look at an opportunity to move yeah. up. Hopefully, that changes soon. Right, California. soon.
2: Mm-hmm. So, But one of the things that uh, they're talking about now is accidental landlords again. Mm. Remember that? Sure. Uh, way back in the day that people are saying, hey, I'm going to move, but man, I've got ai have got a 3% interest Pretty rate. Pretty
3: sweet scenario to hang on to that property. I'm going to
2: hang on to this rate. I'm going to rent it out, and they're kind of the accidental landlords are coming back in. I don't the know market. if I buy that. Okay, it was an article. Here's I mean, an well, all the if news people are, If people are moving
3: out of state, thing. senior- so people are going to move out of state for a job or whatever. You know, that makes a lot of sense that so you might just hang on to that property. Thanks,
1: Keith. Okay, it might make sense for some people to <laughs> hang on to the property if they have that mindset. But let me tell you, most of the people who are moving up need the equity out of the property, yeah. number one. Number two, the the incidental landlord came about because they couldn't sell the property. They mm-hmm. were forced to hold on to it. No one's forcing anybody to hold the property here.
2: No, they just like the financial position, that renting Small, provides, sure. provides small yeah. number of people. According to the article, Keith is really big. Is a really <laughs> big number. Two <so>. percent <laughs> um, yeah. mortgage apps. Yeah, well, probably like anything they're looking for headlines. Just
3: like am yeah, the headline, The yeah. biggest Election jump year in has. no biggest jump in the last years.
2: month. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the bank, last bank, yeah. three weeks.
1: one So, uh, the hugest uh, increase in the last
2: forty-eight hours. <laughs> yeah, mortgage mortgage apps though are up nine percent on purchase, ten uh, percent on refinances. So we are. We are seeing an increase in refinances, which will lead to some questions again on some of the appraisal stuff. But we're seeing that because there's there's a lot of debt consolidation. We talk about it every week. There's a ton of short term debt out there, credit card debt, high interest rate debt. That when you can consolidate that back down, even though your rates probably going to be have a six in front of it, it's better than having a bunch 22. of debt at twenty two to twenty eight percent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So mortgage when mortgage interest
3: of, rates are high, you think but but the yeah. uh, consumer debt is gross.
2: It's gross. And I I've
1: been talking to some people so, you know you The big banks, Kelvin, are increasing their reserve amounts too for write-offs based on that. They're seeing they're Our, seeing the same thing. Yeah. They're seeing this huge trillion dollar so credit, over trillion, yeah, went over a trillion dollar credit now. card debt. debt and they're like, you know, there's going to be a large chunk of these that are just going to go bad, so mm-hmm. they're increasing their reserves right now
2: yeah so it's uh it is something that if you're in a situation where or your kids are in a situation where they've got some credit card debt you hear them talking about it it might be worth having that conversation because we have some really uh, good calculators that we take the existing debt we show you kind of what the blended rate is where you're at now where you'll be you're always in better shape plus we also have the tax deduction of the interest which mm-hmm. helps a little bit you know we're in that season as well mm-hmm. um so there are there are some things and good conversations that we're having around that. The other thing that we're doing is we're going back through all of our pre-approvals of um, probably the last six months, eight months, and going, okay, you have more purchasing power than you thought. Mm-hmm. Because as rates came down from, like let's say, seven and a half to six and a half, that's another $272 a month of purchasing power.
1: Another 50000
2: Yeah. So now we're going, okay, hey, we have some room here again, mm-hmm. so maybe you couldn't find that home because- you know, you guys upsell it and the appraiser's like
1: knocking it back,
2: knocking down. it back, rubber down. stamping it, it right yeah, right rubber stamping it. it boom, that's boom. what it is. <laughs> yeah, I wish. God, God, do I wish? That's not what it is. We're <laughs>
4: protecting you. Yeah, thank
2: yeah. you for protecting me. Thanks for protecting me against myself. <laughs> that came out of counseling. Too. Trust me, it's you out. need that. So, it's a lot of counseling. Still, right. still can't make my payments. I still can't. <laughs> so, anyway, so we do have more purchasing power, which is good. So if you were looking and you said, ah, I just can't afford anything, might be time to relook at it again and go, hey, I've got some room again. I can increase my- All Right,
3: and with values coming down, I mean, you
2: get even Values more. coming oh, down, down 3%. Probably get that fifth right. bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's worth absolutely nothing. All right, what else do we got? That's There's a it, lot here it, that, that you could, you'd have to have listened to the entire show, yeah. which most people do. Just go back.
1: To go pick to up, up on the uh,
2: inside jokes that we're throwing out there right. right now. I do want to mention that in an earlier segment, the appraiser did say that this is not an exact science. However, most <laughs> appraisers do think they are. I got a science. question about garage space. Can we get, <laughs> I'm, are you, I'm, You're kind I of know. babbling out. No, now I'm on page two. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. The value... For pools, hot tubs, saunas, those type of things, how do you value them? Because Keith will say, hey, it's worth a lot. Then he'll say it's worth nothing. I can't get a straight answer.
4: Well, the answer is (coughs) it depends. Oh, Jesus. So (laughs) um, saunas, things like that, are generally personal property. So they have nothing to do with it. Well, if it's
2: built into the house. If
4: it's built in, it might have some value. Okay, Um, For pools... I always in say, ground,
2: in, not your stand up blow up from Walmart. It's the in ground. No, if
4: it's here. actually attached to the, if it's actually an in ground pool, it could have value depending on the price range of the home. Uh, I always give me the. I always say some. it's gift with purchase. It's like lipstick at the Clinique counter. That if you buy the house, you get the pool for free. Um, I don't know the price range right now. It totally depends on the neighborhood, but. You have to be at least over 800000 in general, sort okay. of, to have it worth something. If you've done an open house, standing in a property, and you're in a house with a pool that's listed for 300000 the first people always walk in and say, what does it cost to fill in the pool? Mm-hmm. Which I don't understand. Yep. You Minnesotans will go swimming in Lake Minnetonka with all the oil and the algae and the fish and the boats and all the noise and the jet skis, but you won't pay for your own heated, clean pool? Mm. So. Uh, you have to, as Seems appraisers, like we, I know. But a lot of people, people do. I mean, <laughs> but I have to take of. the personal yeah, out of yeah. it and, and give yeah. the value where it is. But most people see the pool as an expense and as a liability.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: On lower value. On lower values.
4: Until, yeah. yeah, until you've got all the money to pay for it all yeah. and not and worry about it. at a certain
3: it. price point and almost people are expecting it. Expecting. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? right.
4: Especially if you're closer to the lake. The closer you are to the water, the more often there are pools. So, um, but but built-in spas and things like that are pretty rare. Mm -hmm. And again, they tend to only be in the higher value homes where there's a whole bunch of flexibility anyway. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see a built-in spa that has any value in a... 1100 square foot Rambler right. prob- might even deter from value to track because now you lost a bathroom or right. now you lost that extra bedroom. So, what I hear you it, saying
2: it, on higher value homes, you have a lot more flexibility yes. in terms of wiggle wiggle room, yes. I would call it. Okay, on. That I don't thing. know if
1: it's that. I think it's that on a higher value foam, you, you, some of those amenities yep. become Standard. expected.
2: Expected. Mm-hmm. And so,
1: you're, it's not so much that you're going to give value to that, mm-hmm. it's you're going to remove value if it doesn't have it. It's missing something. You know, you've got a house that is claimed to be worth worth nine hundred thousand dollars or a million two or a million three or whatever it is and there's no pool and you have no workout room and you're know, like well what makes this thing worth that then?
2: Yeah.
4: You know? Yeah, certain neighborhoods you expect a sport court at yeah. that price mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. So interesting. What about garage space? It depends. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, good Lord. Uh, think about the the size of the lot. Uh-huh. If you're in South Minneapolis on a point two three acre lot and you've got a two car garage, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. If you've got a three-car garage, you no longer have a yard for kids or pets. But if you go out to the suburbs, if you're out here in Egan, Lakeville, whatever, you better have a three-car garage or you're not going to sell the house because everybody needs space for the toys. Mm -hmm. So that garage space depends on where the house is and what it does to the rest of the property.
1: How do you view the difference between a tandem garage, a four-car garage, but it's a two-car tandem?
4: So value... Is one thing and how we report it on the appraisal is another thing. On the appraisal, a tandem garage where you park one car in front of the other one, that is going to show up as a one-car garage on the appraisal because our rule is if you have to move a vehicle to um, get out of the garage, then it's then you can't call it a two-car.
2: appraisal. Relax. That's funny. Realtor, no, I think that's right. Realtors <laughs> oh, will lose oh, their mind. thank you. Okay. That's two-car because you can stack them in there and then have a lift and have one go up.
4: I've w- always wondered about San Francisco yeah. because they do have mall and elevators. But right. but um but it doesn't mean that we don't give extra value for that. If it's a real two-car and it is double depth, yes, that has quite a bit of value. If it's just got an extra five feet or something, it's a nice workshop. Mm-hmm. The part of the problem is that our MLS isn't necessarily great on telling us how big right. the garages are. We do have a category for that now uh, to give garage dimensions. Square footage. Yeah. And or north, di- or and
1: dimension. dimension, but nobody fills it out.
4: Right. Um, so, uh, so again, it depends.
3: I think a lot of things depend. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> uh, call me. Adding yeah. and subtracting to value is an art, not an exact science. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate your time. Happy to. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're going to head out 612-627-8000. Log on to our website, hittnergroup.com. Give Calvin a call, 651-231-2500. See you next week.